Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of There Once Was a Man from Trentucket Who Drove to Ottawa to Truck It. He was drinking his pee, that anti-vax tea, but as for the Wexit, said fuck it. Um, that is a limerick, aka or short show title, courtesy of Atomic Bomb, The Brew, and Master Dingo on the Discord. Uh, shout out to them and shout out to Discord TDZ uh, for servicing those on Twitter. It's truly one of the nicest things anyone's ever done for me. So I really appreciate y'all. Um, let's see. How about that I'm time Jack. I married you and your wife? That's pretty weird, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you married us. Weird. <laughs> Weird thruple. Um, yeah. Uh, well, that voice you hear is super producer Anna Hosnier. Thanks. Hi. <laughs> I forgot uh, what I'm to Jack. say in that moment, so I said thanks. <laughs> Did you hear the part of tomorrow's episode where where I tried to say Afghanistan in like a like Obama ish way and yeah, I fucked said, it up? I was like Afghanistan. I actually heard that in the moment. I was like, oh, let's <laughs> you, should, you should have. I was gonna uh, rip you a new little arm, and that's the saying, right? And uh, I decided rip you a new arm. <laughs> <laughs> and I decided what? I'm not gonna say anything. Anyways, people can look forward to that uh, tomorrow and feel bad for me. All right. Well, um, it's a good episode tomorrow, by the way. Check it out. Uh, this trending, on the other hand, is going to suck. Uh, no, it's good. We got, we got some hot <laughs> shit to tell them, right? Um, yeah. Why would you say that? I'm just joking. Yeah, I was just joking. I'm joking. I joke sometimes. Let's see. Let's start with the worst trend. Uh, <laughs> Facebook lost $200 billion on the market. It's the worst, the most uh, that any uh, U.S. company has ever cratered in a single day. Um, yeah. And, you know, luckily I did get a tip to sell all my Facebook stock yesterday. From so, Mark, yeah. Yeah. So I actually came out quite good, in my opinion. Um yeah, that's huge, huge for you. Uh, huge if true. Um, the... Huge if true that I committed insider trading. <laughs> like when I looked into it, I was I was looking for the explanation that was just going to be like, yeah, because like meta is fucking stupid in the metaverse. Yeah. Like nobody's ever going to do that. But everybody instead was like, it was like all these economic indicators, a real perfect storm of uh, factors that led to yeah. it. But I do feel like it has to be that he's uh, wagering the entire future of his company on uh, a 2008 version of virtual reality. But maybe it's a bummer. I I hope so. I'm hoping that's what it is. I'm hoping that the metaverse doesn't catch on like people seem to insist it will. But fuck Facebook. Moving on. Shaq, which is a nickname I use for Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, the basketball player. I call him Shaq for short um, because he's big as a shack, as a as a house, small house. Um, okay. Anyways, you're a fan. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I on, think uh, if you're an American citizen, you're a fan of Shaq. I, I I would even argue not an American citizen. I think you are just we are just as humankind a fan of Shaq. Or as they call him, Shaquille O'Neal. Um, uh, sure, but I call but him I Shaq. Regardless, you just kind of... Um, I think if you're born, you just kind born. of become a fan of Shaq. Isn't that strange? We all just like... 
love shack yeah love shack oh my god baby we love shack baby (laughs) um so anyways uh it, it was interesting because so he on the inside the nba studio show the other day referred to him as the other guy while while praising Joel Embiid's amazing season that he's having it was like Ben Simmons the, or, or he said the other guy is being a crybaby well apparently Ben Simmons knew who he was talking about and he uh reached out on DM so I'm just going to read an exchange from Shaq's podcast presumably better than ours but uh Shaq said he kind of got in my DM and said some things, and I said some things back. Co-host, what do you say? Tell us, come on. Shaq, I don't, I can't do that. Co-host, he said some things? Shaq, no, I can't do that. Co-host, so wait, Ben Simmons DM'd you after he heard what you said last week? Shaq, yes, yeah. All I said is, you're leaving your man out there, you need to play. That's all I said. He said some things, but I'm not going to elaborate on what he said, because that's not cool. He was mad. (laughs) Which... I don't know. I think that's funny. I I would not fuck with Shaq. Right? You're asking me if I would fuck with Shaq? (laughs) Yeah, like, would you fuck with Shaq? Would you get in his DMs and be like, hey, dude, be nicer to me? (laughs) I've seen Inside NBA, and he has an entire segment where he makes fun of people who fuck up. Yeah. Jacked and a fool, or that's what he based the name off of my segment on our uh, forthcoming NBA podcast. Spoiler alert. uh, Jacked and a fool. fool, And it's probably some of the greatest. I think Shacked and a fool might be one of the greatest televised segments to have ever existed. Yeah. It's (laughs) It's just bloopers, but with Shaq being like over the top of it. And then, um, like, there's some of the greatest editing work I've ever seen. Like, the way they are able to construct, like, I know a recent one where Russell Westbrook, they're showing him continuously, like, shooting and then hitting the side of the uh, basket. <laughs> and they just couldn't, they found all the shots of him doing that, all the footage. And then there's a shot they found of him, like, helping one of those hours guys. Long? Ah, uh, sorry, yeah. that was a Russell Westbrook. Uh, yeah, it was. Diss. Uh, but they found footage of him helping, like, clean the ground, and they photoshopped it to look like he was cleaning bricks off the ground. I mean... <laughs> Come on, guys. Not cool. No! Um, what do you mean, not cool? Incredible work. I just... I was tears in my eyes laughing of, like, what the hell is going on in the NBA these days? Yeah. And it's just funny. And, it, you know, it gives me the old one-two chuckle. <laughs> one two chuckle i didn't even know that that was a a thing anyways huge That's if true uh we will wait to hear more uh huge and then if true oh i hate when you say that <laughs> shack is huge and that is true if true um, oh now huge. it's true that, that one is true i'm okay. pretty sure unless the, this has all just been a masterful forced perspective uh in camera special effect uh which I feel like we would have noticed. They're great um, editors over there at Inside NBA. It's true, as you've pointed out. All right, uh, Pam and Tommy, uh, Murderville, and Peacemaker are three TV shows trending for three different reasons. Uh, Pam and Tommy, just I think I had put this in the category of the Motley Crue series uh, based on their memoir book, and that was kind of not good so i assumed this one was going to be similarly not good um but the cast really surprised me 
you got your offerman, Nick. Uh-huh. And Lily, James, Seth, yeah. Rogan, Sebastian Stan. All Who's these that people. One? Is that is that who plays Sebastian Tommy? Stan? Um, yes. Sorry, yes, yes. Which is they actually really they cast people that look exactly like these people, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Wait. Um it seems whoa. like they had their pick. Everybody was like, Oh, I remember uh watching that porno tape uh i have to be involved in the story behind it um i'm sorry wait did you say you remember no i'm saying that i assume people oh they were like it's a cultural moment we must you know well, be, invo- be involved in this is our generations like the, the way that oliver stone made jfk which was like supposedly the story behind the most polarizing uh flashbulb cultural touchstone of a previous generation this is that for uh the pam and tommy sex tape well it is made by um robert siegel who uh early days was the uh, worked for the onion i believe and then went on to make the movie the wrestler and the founder big the guy yeah, so we'll we'll see. It seems like it's going to be better than I expected it to be, but I had low expectations. Um, we will tell you why Murderville and Peacemaker are trending after this break. And we're back. Uh, and so Murderville is a... Like the description is very strange because it's like a reality murder mystery starring celebrity guests um, where they have to like guess who did the murder. So it's, it, it seems to be very, I guess you wouldn't say genre, but like, yeah, I guess genre bending. It's like they're improvising everything. No. So, well, there is, I believe, a like kind of like curb your enthusiasm stru- enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. structure script where like there is obviously a basis for where each episode needs to go but will arnett and his like actors around him supporting actors all know what's up and then there is one main guest actor improviser who has to figure it out as they go and literally just improvise their scenes with the help of will arnett and the rest of the crew so that's like always like a one famous person in the center who has to just figure it out and will arnett's like their guide and their famous person is uh like the list is pretty cool it's like kamel nanjiani conan o'brien and like the the idea of having a show where will arnett can just be funny like people always talk about him being like the funniest person to hang out with or at least i've heard a lot of comedians say that so it's cool to like get a non-scripted will arnett uh thing that isn't whatever that podcast is um smartless which I like. Uh, I just wish it was more Will Arnett. But the whoa and, cutting analysis. <laughs> fucking, you've been toasted by <laughs> the roast master, Jack. Um, the the wild thing is that they use real murders. Like they just go find a real murder and uh, stage this whole thing around it. 
Are you auditioning um, to be on the show right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, but could you imagine if they used real murders? Uh, it would just be so tasteless. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Will Arnett finds real murders with guest celebrity hosts. <laughs> You're like, this is the darkest thing I've... With featuring Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> You're like, no! America's <laughs> yeah. over! They pull off a mask, Scooby-Doo style of the killer and it is Rudy Giuliani at the end of every, every time, episode. Every yeah. episode. It's like, I don't know about you, but it feels like they're trying to imply that Rudy Giuliani killed all these people. Um, and then Peacemaker is the HBO series that is based on John Cena's character in that Suicide Squad movie made by James Gunn and uh, was not a character that I was like, I want to know what the story is with that guy. That movie's fun. Not the character I would pick to do a series around, uh, especially since he garnish. And also his character is like low-key a white supremacist. But Well, right. his dad's like a, a white supremacist leader, potentially yeah. like a cool Klux clown, clown, clan, clown, clown, sorry. These Ku Klux clowns over um, here. Am I right? I didn't do my red leather, yellow leather training before the recording, and I apologize for that because my pronunciations are all over the place. Um yeah, his dad's like a, a KKK leader type, and he's like from a white supremacist background, even though he apparently is working on being a reformed. But he's like very patriotic in that way to a point of annoyance to everyone around him. But he dies like kind of ignominiously in the in the movie. Like he he's doing he's being a bad guy when he dies. He doesn't like die heroically or anything either. So that's why I was like, oh, so it's not like somebody who's ultimately redeemed and you get to find out like how they got to that place. Well, it's just like a bad, bad person. The whole concept of suicide squad is that they got all the worst people to like team up because their, their death is inconsequential. But like Harley Quinn and Evil. Uh, like, but she is rede like an anti-hero and basically all of them are anti-heroes who you end up rooting for in the movie, except for him. And they were like, let's make a movie about this or a show about this guy. Anyways, those are all it's, the reasons I why. chose not to care about this show. And then it's because um, it's a John Cena vehicle and we all have a huge boner in this country for old Johnny C. They mm -hmm. love Johnny Cena here. Johnny Cena. I can't even remember. <laughs> John yeah. Cena here. And it's incredible. And I personally, I'm okay with no more John Cena. I know. Okay. Sorry. Hold Damn. on. Just, do you see the red dot on my forehead? They're going to kill me <laughs> for saying that. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I think that's why they gave it to him is because it's John Cena and, and John Cena's really having a moment. Also not my favorite character in Fast and Furious 9. And yeah, I don't know. He he's fine, but he's not. Uh, I don't. Yeah, he's he's no Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, but anyways, but I think that's that's the trajectory of that they're trying to make the Cena dumb. Yeah, and they did that with that other wrestler guy too, who was in that Stuber movie that did that failed to launch. Shall oh. we say? Um, What's his name? I don't know. I but, think he's and, also in the DC universe. Pro yeah, 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 because he, no, he's in the Marvel Universe because he's in Guardians. Oh, you're right, you're right. Sorry, um, I thought, Dave Bautista. Bautista. Um, yeah, so, that's how we all And he's, say he's great, I, I do enjoy his work. Um, anyways, Peacemaker, not interested until you showed okay. me the intro to Peacemaker. 
Um, yeah, which... they have a, like a long choreographed dance uh, musical type intro that's about two and a half minutes long that plays the beginning of every episode. And let me tell you, it gets me every time. It's so funny for some reason. It's, it's just awesome. so long. <laughs> and it's the dancing great. is like, we well, can't see this is an audio format, but <laughs> go look it up. Go look up just opening theme of Peacemaker. Yeah, the dancing is very weird. Like the performances of the dancing is all very like it's very arty and strange and uh and I'm not talking lang, just art artful, I guess. And it's wild. I'm going to I'm probably not gonna watch the show still, but I might just keep rewatching that intro because it is very cool. So Anna, you were saying that uh this weekend you uh were planning on traveling to the South Texas Butterfly Sanctuary, but I have bad news for you. Um what? Uh, So the South Texas Butterfly Sanctuary has closed indefinitely due to QAnon conspiracies and escalating threats, which is wild. So apparently there are QAnon conspiracies that have been falsely claiming that the National Butterfly Center is involved in sex trafficking and other crimes and executive director Mariana Trevino Wright has been getting death threats. And so the parent organization, the North American Butterfly Association, I know I don't have to explain this all to you, Anna, because you were already planning on traveling there and you're a huge fan, but mm-hmm. yeah, they said that the, uh, it's incredibly distressing that the United States has come to the point where a really significant part of the public is just no longer tethered to reality. Yeah. Um, yeah. So to a point where butterflies are a threat. Yeah. Well, the butterflies aren't doing the trafficking, actually. Uh, If you have read my blog posts on it, um, you would understand. It's just a front. But it's really, it's truly terrifying because it's like completely random. Like, it's just if your name happens to like stick in some Q conspiracy theorist's brain and like they're able to write a paragraph of compelling fiction around you like that uh you then have to quit your job and go into hiding um i just realized the main threat in the peacemaker television series are these (laughs) aliens that are butterflies what the fuck okay now i'm starting to think that maybe there is something to all this We'll only know if there's a choreographed dance sequence outside this museum. <laughs> right. Well, that's why you were going there, right? To uh, no, part of a flash no, mob. You no. keep telling me. You keep <laughs> telling me the flash mobs are the wave of the future, and that people don't know, but flash mobs are coming back in a big way. You want to actually hear some inside baseball for TDZ? Is for the longest time, early days, I kept pitching a, a choreographed dance sequence to open all the TDZ live shows, and you guys would always be like, "Ha ha ha! Yeah, Anna, sure." And then you never let me do it. I love the idea. I don't love and the amount of I work. I said it so much that Peacemaker did it. And now look at us. We look like fools. I do. This feel is not like an even asshole. a joke. I literally in the office would be like, okay, but just hear me out. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. What about? And then you guys would be like, Anna. <sighs> well, I promise that uh, if we can convince Miles of Gray uh, when he's back to do it, we will invest in a choreographer. No, and I'm the choreographer. Gah! 
Uh, you consult with the choreographer, but uh, <laughs> I, don't I actually you have my. I can do this. No, I believe you do, and I want you to consult. I have my own choreographer that I bring to all projects that oh, I'm involved great. with. Here we go. We got J Lo in the house. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, Jack O'Brien Low. It's terrible. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> The whole thing, it's just a QAnon conspiracy, just to be clear. There's no real, like, they just have decided this is a sex trafficking uh, yeah, yeah. front. Okay, cool. Yeah. As you do. All right. Ugh. So that's, if you've seen, like, butterfly posts or, you know, I've seen people joking about this and riffing on this and did not know what the fuck they were talking about. But thanks yeah, to super producer Becca Ramos, our former Texas resident, yeah. has her eye on the Texas beat. Yeah. She's, she and runs the Texas huge- division. <laughs> is a huge QAnon follower, so uh, also was way up on this a long time ago. Just kidding. She's not. If I was her, I would sue you for that for libel. But anyway, <laughs> just no big deal. Just a kind of a tip. Okay, Becca, you heard that? All right. And then finally, the Winter Olympics uh, open today and are not trending as far as I can tell. I think the fallout of last time of like every day, they're like, and these many people tested positive. And then right. it's just like, the it's not fun anymore to be like these people are all like gonna catch covid like simone biles like left for like mental health you know like it's just all of this is like the olympics and also you know if you follow anything uh about how the olympics destroy infrastructures of every city that they you know show up in it's just like bad vibes you think this is the woke police taking down the olympics no, I think the Olympics <laughs> just slowly took down itself for yeah, being bad it's vibes. A monstrous institution. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then just single-handedly was... getting Jamie Loftus's Twitter suspended. Are you kidding? Good luck coming back from I that. Know. <laughs> Fuck them, really. Oop, the show has just been canceled. Uh, for <laughs> Our show's been canceled. IOC came for us. Oh no! Uh, all right. Well, Anna, as always, such a pleasure having you. Where can people find you? Follow you. Should we tell people that me and you are going to be at Radio Row for the Super Bowl next week? Yeah, it's very strange. We're going to go Guys, for a single they day. specifically asked. They said, Jack O'Brien and Anna Hosnier, wrap them up, put them in a little gift box, and send them to Radio Row of the Super Bowl. I don't even know what a ball is. So this is going to be huge You know it's not the us. Super Bowl, right? Huh? <laughs> sorry (laughs) i'm pretty sure it's a sports ball day play huh Uh -huh. so guys get ready for me to be potentially never invited back (laughs) to any sporting event ever again i just i did want to see what a super bowl event like that is like so we will be there for approximately 30 45 minutes uh just Speaking to any person that we recognize walking by and uh, just... And I'll be, I'll be s- screaming hot or not at everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but like not. you'll be asking me to rate them as hot or not. It's going to be very problematic. And, and, um, and I'll actually know the real... I'll, you'll, I'll say hot or not. You'll tell me what you think and I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. uh, okay. That sounds great. You can look forward to that. I guess that'll be our Thursday trending. Uh, Thursday so. trending next week will be coming out a little late, uh, but I think Wednesday, it will actually. be a very. Wouldn't it be Wednesday? Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday can be a little late, but it's going to be very special because uh, there will be loud background noise and we will have vaguely Super Bowl related 
stories, trends, things. Uh, anyways, that is going to do it for us on this Thursday. We are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Wear a mask. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Au revoir.